Shalom, Bokir Tov, good morning, and welcome back to Daily Bread for Busy Moms, a daily podcast where we read through the whole of Scripture every year, following the weekly Torah portions and including portions from the rest of Scripture daily as well. I'm Johanna, your reader today. Today is a very special day. It is Wednesday, the 5th of April, but on the Hebrew calendar, it is the 14th of Nisan. Tonight is Passover Eve. And um, it is also the Ta'anid Bechorot, the fast of the firstborn. Today in history, our Messiah was condemned to death, executed on the cross, and buried. Matthew 26, 57 through 27, um, 61 tells us about this. About the ninth hour, Yeshua cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And when Yeshua had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. This is the day when the Passover lambs were slaughtered in the afternoon, Exodus 12, 6, and Deuteronomy 16, 6. You shall keep it, that is the lamb, until the 14th day of the same month. Then the whole assembly of the congregation of Israel is to kill it toward evening. The fast of the firstborn, the Ta'anid Bechorot, is a very unique fast day on the Jewish calendar. It begins at dawn, but only the firstborn Jewish men fast. It is done in memory and gratitude for the deliverance from the plague of the firstborn in Egypt. Now it came about at midnight that the Lord struck all the firstborn in the land of Egypt, from the firstborn of Pharaoh who sat on his throne to the firstborn of the captive who was in the dungeon. That's Exodus twelve twenty nine. So today, we're going to have some special readings. We'll start with our Passover reading from the Torah. It will be Exodus, that is Shemot 34, 1 through 3. Before we begin our readings, let's take a moment, as we usually do, to bless God and to thank Him for giving us His Word. Blessed are you, Lord our God, King of the universe, who gives the Torah of truth and the good news of salvation to his people Israel and to all peoples through his Son, Yeshua the Messiah, our Master. Now the Lord said to Moshe, Carve two stone tablets like the first, I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets, which you broke. Be ready by the morning, and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me on the top of the mountain. No one shall come up with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Do not let the flocks or herds graze in front of that mountain. That was Exodus, Shemot 34, 1 through 3. Our next reading will be um, a reading that is messianic about the Messiah. And this time it is from the prophets, Isaiah 53. (laughs) 
Who has believed our message? To whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of dry ground. He had no form or comeliness when we see him. There is no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of suffering and acquainted with grief. He was despised as one from whom men hide their face, and we did not esteem him. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement that brought our peace was on him, and by his wounds we are healed. All we, like sheep, have gone astray. Everyone has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, yet when he was afflicted he did not open his mouth. As a lamb that is led to the slaughter, And as a sheep that before its shearers is silent, so he did not open his mouth. He was taken away by oppression and judgment. And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living and stricken for the transgression of my people? They made his grave with the wicked and with a rich man in his death, although he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He has caused him to suffer. When you make his soul an offering for sin, he will see his offspring. He will prolong his days, and the pleasure of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After the suffering of his soul, he will see and be satisfied. My righteous servant will justify many by the knowledge of himself, and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion with the great, and he will divide the plunder with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death and was counted with the transgressors. Yet he bore the sins of many, and made intercession for the transgressors. That was Yeshayahu, or Isaiah 53. Our next messianic portion will be from Psalm Tehilim 22. For the chief musician on Ayelet HaShachar, a psalm by David. My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? My God, I cry in the daytime, but you do not answer. And in the night season, but there is no silence for me. But you are holy, you who inhabit the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted, and you delivered them. They cried to you and were delivered. They trusted in you and were not disappointed. But I am a worm and no man, a reproach of men, and despised by the people. All those who see me mock me. They insult me with their lips. They shake their heads, saying, He trusts in the Lord. Let him deliver him. Let him rescue him, since he delights in him. 
But you brought me out of the womb. You made me trust while at my mother's breasts. I was thrown on you from my mother's womb. You are my God since my mother bore me. Do not be far from me, for trouble is near. For there is no one to help. Many bulls have surrounded me. Strong bulls of Bashan have encircled me. They open their mouths wide against me, lions tearing prey and roaring. I am poured out like water. All my bones are out of joint. My heart is like wax. It is melted within me. My strength is dried up like a potsherd. My tongue sticks to the roof of my mouth. You have brought me into the dust of death. For dogs have surrounded me. A company of evildoers have enclosed me. They have pierced my hands and feet. I can count all of my bones. They look and stare at me. They divide my garments among them. They cast lots for my clothing. But do not be far off, Lord. You are my help. Hurry to help me. Deliver my soul from the sword. My precious life from the power of the dog. Save me from the lion's mouth. Yes, you have rescued me from the horns of the wild oxen. I will declare your name to my brothers. Among the assembly I will praise you. You who fear the Lord, praise him. All you descendants of Yaakov, glorify him. Stand in awe of him, all you descendants of Israel. For he is not despised nor abhorred the affliction of the afflicted, neither has he hidden his face from him. But when he cried to him, he heard. My praise of you comes in the great assembly. I will pay my vows before those who fear him. The humble shall eat and be satisfied. They shall praise the Lord who seek after him. Let your hearts live forever. All the ends of the earth shall remember and turn to the Lord, and all the relatives of the nations shall worship before you. For the kingdom belongs to the Lord. He is the ruler over the nations. All the rich ones of the earth shall eat and worship. All those who go down to the dust shall bow before him, even he who cannot keep his soul alive. Posterity shall serve him. Future generations shall be told about the Lord. They shall come and shall declare his righteousness to a people that shall be born, for he has done it. That was Tehillim, or Psalm 22. And now our next portion will be from the Apostles. We'll be reading Mark 15. Immediately, in the morning, the chief Kohanim with the elders and Torah teachers and the whole council held a consultation, bound Yeshua, carried him away, and delivered him up to Pilate. And Pilate asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? He answered, So you say. The chief Kohanim accused him of many things. Pilate again asked him, Have you no answer? See how many things they testify against you. But Yeshua made no further answer, so that Pilate marveled. Now at the feast, he used to release to them one prisoner, whom they asked of him. 
There was a man called Bar-Abba, bound with his fellow insurgents, men who in the insurrection had committed murder. The multitude, crying aloud, began to ask him to do as he always did for them. Pilate answered them, saying, Do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? For he perceived that for envy the chief Kohanim had delivered him up. But the chief Kohanim stirred up the multitude that he should release Bar-Abba to them instead. And Pilate again asked them, What then should I do to him whom you call the king of the Jews? They cried out again, Crucify him. And Pilate said to them, Why, what evil has he done? But they cried out exceedingly, Crucify him. But Pilate, wishing to please the multitude, released Barabba to them and handed over Yeshua when he had scourged him to be crucified. And the soldiers led him away within the court, which is the praetorium, and they called together the whole cohort. And they clothed him with purple, and weaving a crown of thorns, they put it on him. And they began to salute him, Hail, King of the Jews! And they struck his head with a reed, and spat on him, and bowing their knees, they did homage to him. And when they had mocked him, they took the purple off him, and put his own garments on him, and they led him out to crucify him. And they compelled one passing by, coming from the country, Shimon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to go with them, that he might bear his cross. And they brought him to the place called Gulgolet, which is, being interpreted, the place of a skull. And they offered him wine mixed with myrrh to drink, but he did not take it. And crucifying him, they parted his garments among them, casting lots on them, what each should take. And it was the third hour, and they crucified him. And the superscription of his accusation was written over him, the king of the Jews. And with him they crucified two robbers, one on his right hand and one on his left. And the scripture was fulfilled, which says, He was counted with transgressors. And those who passed by blasphemed him, wagging their heads and saying, Ha, you who destroy the temple and build it in three days, Save yourself and come down from the cross. Likewise also, the chief Kohanim, mocking among themselves with the Torah teachers, said, He saved others, he cannot save himself. Let the Messiah, the King of Israel, now come down from the cross, that we may see and believe him. Those who were crucified with him also insulted him. And when the sixth hour had come, There was darkness over the whole land until the ninth hour. And at the ninth hour, Yeshua cried with a loud voice, saying, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And some of those who stood by, when they heard it, said, Behold, he is calling Eliyahu. And one ran, and filling a sponge full of vinegar, put it on a reed, and gave it to him to drink, saying, Let him be, let us see whether Eliyahu comes to take him down. And Yeshua cried out with a loud voice, and gave up the spirit. 
and the parochet of the temple was torn in two, from the top to the bottom. And when the centurion who stood by opposite him saw that he cried out like this and breathed his last, he said, Truly this man was the Son of God. There were also women watching from afar, among whom were both Miriam of Migdal and Miriam, the mother of Yaakov the younger, and of Joseph and Salome, who, when he was in Galil, followed him and served him, and many other women who came up with him to Jerusalem. And when evening had now come, because it was the preparation day, that is, the day before Shabbat, Yosef of Arimathea, a prominent council member, who also himself was looking for the kingdom of God, came. He boldly went in to Pilate and asked for the body of Yeshua. Pilate marveled if he were already dead, and summoned the centurion. He asked him whether he had been dead long, and when he found out from the centurion, he granted the body to Yosef. And he bought a linen cloth, and taking him down, wound him in the linen cloth and laid him in a tomb, which had been cut out of a rock. And he rolled a stone against the door of the tomb. Miriam of Migdal and Miriam, the mother of Joseph, saw where he was laid. That was Mark 15. And now we're going to read 1 Corinthians 5, verses 6 through 8. Your boasting is not good. Do you not know that a little chametz leavens the whole lump? Purge out the old chametz that you may be a new lump, even as you are unleavened. For indeed Mashiach, our Pesach, has been sacrificed in our place. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old chametz, neither with the chametz of malice and wickedness, but with the matzah of sincerity and truth. That was 1 Corinthians 5, 6 through 8. And now we will um, move to our synagogue readings. The first is Shemot, that's Exodus 32, 11 through 14. Then Moshe begged the Lord his God and said, Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people? that you have brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand. Why should the Egyptians talk, saying, He brought them out for evil, to kill them in the mountains, and to consume them from the surface of the earth? Turn from your fierce wrath, and turn away from this evil against your people. Remember Avraham, Yitzchak, and Israel, your servants, whom you swore by your own self and said to them, I will multiply your seed as the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have spoken of I will give to your offspring, and they shall inherit it forever. So the Lord relented from the evil which he said he would do to his people. That was Exodus, or Shemot, 32, 11 through 14. Next is Shemot 34, 1 through 10. Now the Lord said to Moshe, Carve two stone tablets like the first. 
I will write on the tablets the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. Be ready by the morning, and come up in the morning to Mount Sinai, and present yourself there to me on the top of the mountain. No one shall come up with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Do not let the flocks or herds graze in front of that mountain. So he carved two stone tablets like the first. Then Moshe rose up early in the morning and went up to Mount Sinai, as the Lord had commanded him, and took in his hand two stone tablets. The Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there, and he proclaimed the name of the Lord. Then the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed, The Lord, the Lord, a merciful and gracious God, slow to anger and abundant in loving kindness and truth, keeping loving kindness for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and who will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children and on the children's children on the third and the fourth generation. Moshe hurried and bowed his head toward the earth and worshipped, and he said, If now I have found favor in your sight, Lord, please let the Lord go along in our midst, even though this is a stiff-necked people. Pardon our iniquity and our sin, and take us for your inheritance. He said, Behold, I make a covenant before all your people. I will do marvels, such as not have not been worked in all the earth, nor in any nation. And all the people among whom you are shall see the work of the Lord, for it is an awesome thing that I do with you. That was Exodus, or Shemot, 34, 1 through 10. And now our final portion for today's episode will be Yeshayahu, or Isaiah, 56, excuse me, 55, 6 through 56, 8. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord and he will have mercy on him and to our God, for he will freely pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts and your ways are not my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain comes down, and the snow from the sky, and does not return there, but waters the earth, and makes it grow and bud, and gives seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me void." But it will accomplish that which I please, and it will prosper in the thing I sent it to do. For you shall go out with joy and be led out with peace. The mountains and the hills will break out before you into singing, and all the trees of the field will clap their hands. Instead of the thorn, the cypress tree will come up, and instead of the briar, the myrtle tree will come up. And it will make a name for the Lord, for an everlasting sign that will not be cut off. This is what the Lord says. Maintain justice, 
and do what is right. For my salvation is near, and my righteousness will soon be revealed. Blessed is the man who does this, and the Son of Man who holds it fast, who keeps Shabbat without profaning it, and keeps his hand from doing any evil. Let no foreigner who has joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord will surely separate me from his people. Do not let the eunuch say, Behold, I am a dry tree, for this is what the Lord says. To the eunuchs who keep my Shabbats and choose the things that please me and hold fast to my covenant, I will give them in my house and within my walls a memorial and a name better than of sons and of daughters and will give them an everlasting name that will not be cut off. Also, the foreigners who join themselves to the Lord to serve him and to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone who keeps Shabbat without profaning it and holds fast my covenant, I will bring these to my holy mountain and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices will be accepted on my altar." For my house will be called a house of prayer for all peoples. Lord, Lord, who gathers the outcasts of Israel, says, I will yet gather others to him, in addition to his own who are gathered. That was Yeshayahu, or Isaiah, 55.6-56.8. through 56, 8. And it is the conclusion of our episode for today. Um... I'm going to go ahead and post tomorrow, or uh, yeah, tomorrow's Thursday's episode right away today as well, so that you will have time to listen to it today before the feast comes upon us this evening. I hope that you have an amazing day, and that the preparations for tonight <clears throat> will be joyful for you. I'm Johanna with Daily Bread for Busy Moms. Shalom from the mountains of Judea here in Israel. Until next time, Chag Sameach.